Hello, and welcome to episode 80 of Just Keep Writing. A podcast for writers. Bye, writers. To keep you writing. I'm Marshall. I'm Nick. I'm Brent. And I'm Will. All right, gentlemen, we are here to introduce uh, an episode that you guys recorded at Worldcon. Um, so before we get into that, and you guys have stuff you want to say in regards to that, I just want to give a big shout out to all our patrons and the people that support this show. And I also want to encourage all of you and anybody listening to please give us um, a five-star rating on wherever you listen to podcasts and consider supporting the show. We love that the people that do, and we have lots of uh, bonus stuff coming up in the near future. So thanks to everybody who's doing that. All right, gentlemen, what is this episode about? What are we going to hear? And oh, I better mention too, the audio is okay. Um, it is a con, so let's keep that in mind. Um, I did as much as I could with it. I think um, everything comes through, but the background noise is, I mean, to be honest, it's a convention. So there's people talking the whole time in the background. So, but I think the voices come through pretty well. So that's my little disclaimer as the editor of the show. So I'm done talking. I'm going to turn it over to you guys. What do we want to say about this uh, particular episode? Well, I mean, like you said, we decided to do some recordings at Worldcon. And we kind of went a different way than we actually planned. And I, I love it. It was spur of the moment. And we decided to pull Brent aside, you know, after he had some time to celebrate and talk to him about his Hugo win. Uh, which is a huge feat for Faya. Um, so they won the best semi-pro zine award out there for the Hugos. Brent's a big part of that team. Um, so it was it was his award to go up and get. Um, it was just a lot of fun, though, being able to talk to. Uh, we talked to a couple of other people and kind of got some kind of got some really good responses of what it meant for them. And what it meant for the black community and stuff like that. So I think it's a really powerful episode. I think it's a great interview. And uh, yeah, Will? Um, it was great. It was fun to interview Brent. Um, I listened to the episode already. And it was just, you could you could hear the smile coming off of you, Brent. And you could just feel the love from everyone. From Nia um, Davenport was there. LP Kindred was um talk to us and just if anyone hears the crowd in the back it was just electric and it was really late at night so we were a little tired so and before brent, brent talks because i know he's going to in a second i can't wait yeah. to hear what he has to say um my fomo was real while you guys were gone and it took me a while to kind of circle around and edit this episode because i wasn't there um but Br will is absolutely right uh you can hear the joy on people's faces I mean, through the audio, you can you can literally see it and feel it. Um, and it was electric. It was amazing. It was a, it was so much fun to edit because you could hear other people in the background, kind of cheering people on and being stoked about people they saw and stuff like that. So you know, uh, it was it was really it was really amazing. Um, and and if I didn't say it before, Brent, um, congratulations. So what do you what do you got to say in response to this? Uh, thanks. Um. Yeah, it was it was such a big night. Um, I don't know. It still feels a little. <laughs> it's almost a month later now, and it still feels a little bit surreal. Um, I haven't gotten the actual award yet. I guess it's still in the mail somewhere. But uh, yeah, yeah. Now they have to ship it. The thing's the thing's gigantic and it's heavy. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it was a great night. It was really. I guess I 
sometimes when you do the things that you do, you don't ever really know if you're having the kind of impact that you hope you're having. And that night was a really big like affirmation for me of um, just how much people appreciated what we're doing and saw us because and I, I keep saying us because as much as like, you know, me and Lakeisha were the ones that like were present and there to receive it. It really is like the whole team, like, you know, Devon, Ebony, Danny. The, I, I wish I had the awards. So I could just read off all the names, but they, they, they know who they are. They know I love them. Caleb, you know, Brandon, all of them, Troy, like they they're all part of this. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I was just happy to be able to represent all of their hard work and go up there. And uh, yeah, um, it was slightly terrifying having to talk in front of 2000 something people, but it was weird. I told my, I told one of my writing groups this. So I was nervous as shit walking from like the chair to the stage. But then like, once I got up to the podium, I can't explain it, but it was like this, like just sense of calm, just like washed over me. And it was just like, okay, I can do this. This isn't, you know, I was able to get up there and, and deliver it. So, yeah, great, great moment. Um, definitely one I will never forget. And I'm happy that, you know, most of us got to be there. I wish you could have been there too, Marshall. But, you know. Oh, no, it's it was, all good. Yeah, it was a great moment. I'm hoping to do the next con with you guys for sure. Um, you know, it was more the time of year than anything else, honestly, um, at being a small business owner. But um, I think what we should do too before we turn it over is mention some of the voices everybody might hear. Um, so I know we mentioned LP, we mentioned, uh, we, Nia Davenport is there as well. Um, Gabe is there, yep. um, anybody I'm missing besides Will and Nick, or is that everybody that appears on this? That's everyone um, on this episode. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. I was just about to say, what's the divide? Yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, for this episode, uh, that's everyone on there. Okay. You remember so how I said we got a little crazy. We did like four <laughs> hours of recording. Oh, yeah. we, we didn't, I don't <laughs> think we stopped recording until about three forty-five in the morning. Oh, you man. sure? Cause I think it was longer. I don't know, <laughs> but I, I just know it got too, so late to the point where we were eating cold pizza at the end of it because <laughs> we were just, it's true. No, no, I don't think we actually got into our rooms until like probably four thirty. Yeah. I was going to say, I think four thirty cause I remember something four thirty. So yeah, that's probably what it was. Cause we were out there for a long time and, it was a big crowd for a long time, though. Like that crowd did not start dying down until we left. So it, yeah. it was. Well, yeah. what that means is what that means is we have more content from Worldcon coming as well. Yes. Uh, so this is one of I think two episodes are splitting into two, right? Yep. Uh, so hopefully next week we'll have the rest of it for you. Anybody have anything else to say before we jump in? Um. No, I think that's it. Right? Does anyone else? Yeah, I do actually. Okay, okay. go ahead. Of course you do. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, this has been on my mind. I know. Chatty Kathy. Chatty Kathy. Give him a microphone. He doesn't shut up. Um, <laughs> give us the tea, Nick. Give us the tea. You got two Look, minutes. <laughs> all right. Two minutes. Here we go. Hey, Brent, I just won. I want to be on air and I want to say thank you. Um, and I want to thank, thank you to Will as well and Marshall, but you guys have really challenged me over the years to read outside of the genres that I'm used to. And uh, it, it wasn't until recently that like I saw the importance of it. But I think 
for Faya and you guys and what you guys are doing, like, it's amazing. Like, it's amazing being able to read works of fiction from black authors and seeing how well they're writing and how well it's done. And of course, I just got to say, if you're not reading BIPOC authors, you got to change that now. Because what I've learned in my short amount of time over the last few months, last year from reading BIPOC authors, like it's incredible. Leaps and bounds uh, of learning for me there. But I'm gonna put that out there because Brent, you're working hard and you're 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 getting that pushed out with with Fire. Like you got a good network and stuff like that. And there's a lot to learn from it. So, all right. So enjoy the episode, and we'll see everybody next week. But uh, I'm gonna pass this off over to Will right now. Uh, Will, if you wanna. All right, Will's really yeah, gonna be no, funny. I'll do it. Um, congratulations. Thank you so much. I am stoked. So let's let's talk about the day. Okay. So you're leading up, you know, it's the day of the Hugos. What is going through your head as soon as you wake up? We're not winning this. <laughs> that was my, that really? was my thought. Like I'm like, we're not winning, but I'm happy to have met all the wonderful people I've had a chance to meet. And in my head, I always said too, like, even if we didn't win, I already won with the right people, and that was enough for me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was my thought. I was like, we're not winning this, but I'm happy to have met everyone I did. And then what was it like to be against all of these other heavy hitters that you were nominated against? Is that what made you think it wasn't going to win? Or do you feel like about the way that the voting has been historically at the Hugos, that the odds were against you? The, the latter. I think it was definitely the way like the people have voted in the past and just the makeup of the body, you know. So, And it's, it's hard to kind of like, like I, I've said this before, I think on other episodes, like it's hard to know your impact sometimes. So... Sometimes it can kind of feel like when we're doing stuff for fire, it's like we're doing it in a bubble. And so, you know, I was kind of like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. But tonight, <laughs> tonight showed me, um, wow, there was so much support in that crowd. And it was freaking amazing. So I'm blown away. So let's talk about like when you were writing your speech. Did you write it a few days before um, the awards? Did you write it t- today, the day of the awards? Like, tell me about that process of having to envision you actually winning okay so what happened is that um friday night i started it like because i knew a couple of phrases and things i wanted to say so i kind of recorded myself saying those things and then um today i listened to it and then like i actually formed the rest of the speech based off that so i knew i wanted to say a couple of key things like i definitely wanted to talk about I wanted to make sure it was clear. Like, I don't want people to think that just because we won this, that somehow it's like um, a book end on like racism in the industry and whatnot. Because I think sometimes people have a um, tendency to think like, oh, well, these this group of people won, so everything's fine. And I wanted to make sure I like made it clear, like, no, this absolutely isn't an end of anything. Like, there's still work to be done. So I kind of built around that. So when they're we're going, you're up for the award. You're hearing them all name each category, each person that's in your category, and then they finally announce it's fire. Uh, what do you? What is going through your head when you hear it? Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit! Um, I, we I literally jumped up out of the fucking chair and it was just like I was just jumping, and then you know I have Tochi Anyabuchi behind me, who's amazing by the way, and I, I love him forever now. 
And um, like he's like hugging me from behind, and I'm like, ah, it's crazy. We won, we won. And um, and I look at Lakeisha. Lakeisha can't even get up out of her chair. <laughs> like she's just in the chair shaking. And um, yeah, I don't know. And then you walk up the stage. That was tell me about that because at this point I heard including you two, I heard the crowd just like roaring and like I could feel it. Like I felt the energy and I was like, I cannot disappoint these people. I have to get on this stage and, and bring it. And of course I'm thinking like, please don't freeze. Please don't freeze. Like just get up there and um, try to do the speech. Well, so, Oh, you killed it. Oh, thank you. There, there's you no killed question it. about that. I we- mean, just being in the audience, when you said what you had, what you said, I think everyone, there was a collective, like, right on. Like, everyone was bouncing their head, yes. That there's more work to be done. And at the same time, celebration. Nick, what were your thoughts? Yeah, no, I mean, going, looking, listening to the announcements, listening to the crowd cheer. There was no louder cheer that night than when they said fire. Like... And that includes us in the, in, in the back row day. But I think it, the impact is what I want to ask you about because I think that's the bigger thing that we that's coming from this, right? In your speech, you said, yeah, we won an award. But that doesn't mean I get to take time off. That doesn't mean the work stops. Yeah. So from this point forward, Brent, like, what is the impact here? What do you foresee that you guys are going to do from FIA going forward to help take those next steps to being better represented at these awards so i know one thing um ld definitely talks about a lot um is like mentorship and like trying to create spaces where like we can nurture newer writers and and build their confidence up and and not just that but teach them the business side of the industry because i think a lot of times um workshops leave that out of the equation we don't talk about like the money side like the submission side like how those things go so um, I know that's something we definitely want to because um, we've always wanted to bring the ladder back down to other people. It's like it's not just about us. It's about like making sure that it's just like with Firecon. Like we, we don't want to be the only thing doing this. Like we want other people to replicate what we're doing. And, you know, that's how you build a community. Like you don't build a community by trying to center yourself. Like you do it by helping other people. So I think coming off of this win now, it's it's a bit of um, clout now in terms of like you know being able to tell people like we can do this thing we can make this thing happen so yeah do you feel that now that you've won the award that hopefully you will get the attention even more than what has happened in the past for something good I hope so. And um, it's kind of like I said in my speech, though, you know, we have to be careful. Like sometimes our successes become new burdens. And um, yeah, but I hope so. But I also know that there's a new more responsibility that comes with that because, um, you know, people look to us as an example to, you know, of what what real community looks like. And that's just something we always have to keep sight of. Um, I'm not too worried about it, though. I feel like, you know, uh, I feel like me, Lakeisha, Devon, like the rest of the team, like, we're, we're pretty we're pretty focused on making sure we're helping community. So, but yeah, like I said, I, I also know though with this win, um, there's gonna come that additional level of scrutiny now, and just have to we just have to keep doing what we're doing and showing up and try to take it to the next level. But yeah. So it's only been a couple of hours since you've won. 
But I want to ask you, like, what has been the response just so far, just from the people here? Not even Twitter, because that's a whole other um, story yeah. right now, because it's blowing My up. My mentions are trash right yeah. now. I don't want to look at that. No, I, I, tried, I tried and gave up. I was like, my yeah. mentions are complete trash. There's nothing I can do I, right I now. Own, I own three of those notifications. Yeah, no, I was like, I, there's nothing There's nothing I can do. This has to wait till tomorrow. Um, But the reaction here has actually been very warm, and a lot of people have said, you know, that that you know they they wanted it to be us and they're happy that it was us and that's really good like you know i mean people who are like big in the industry who i didn't even know were paying attention to us are telling me things about like i had one guy come up to me and he was like i have a um i have an african-american friend who is, is you know not aware of science fiction and fantasy and i told him about fire and he got like electrified about it again and I was like, wow, that's crazy. Like, stuff I, you know, I don't know we were doing that. I didn't know we were doing that. And just like I said, I'm repeating again, you just never know your impact. You can never know it. And um, it's good tonight to feel a little bit like I get to know a little bit of it. And, um, yeah, everyone's been really great. Kind of follow-up question. Uh, we know black creatives that you've worked with that are really pumped for you guys. What has been the response from everyone else, though, have you received a lot of support from, I'll say, white authors that have been out there so far tonight? Honestly, yes. Honestly, yes. In, like, a big way. Like, a lot of them have just been, like, you know, real, like, hey, we're happy for you. We're glad you won. Like, we, we're rooting for you. You know, I had people who was in the same category. Me, like, look, I would have wanted to win, but you were the right person to win. And, you know, that's just, that feels good to hear. Yeah, yeah you know, that means a lot. Like, yeah. Just hearing it. it Yep, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut because I don't want to say anything else. But no, I actually, actually, no. We need to address that. I think about, you know, coming into the con and getting the experience. I think all of us definitely didn't feel welcomed. Yeah, I mean, no, we didn't feel welcomed. So, so leading up to to this event has kind of be, been more or less of a shit show. We've, I mean, on the first day, I think you said you had seven different encounters. Uh, including racism we've got closer friends hispanic friends friends from different countries that have all experienced something some type of shade since they've been here and it kind of felt like the demographic that showed up here is not the demographic that voted which i, I i'm happy for it, it speaks to the um the divide that exists in the industry in terms of like the people who are trying to progress it forward and the people who want it to stay stagnant and um yeah i think what i what we all kind of encountered leading up to today is just emblematic of that like you know it, it's almost like a caged cat like our cornered cat i should say like they lash out because they realize like you know they feel threatened and i think a lot of these people do feel threatened by they can't get away with the same mediocre things they were getting away with before. Like, they have to step their game up, and they have to accept change. And for some people, that's hard, and some people are going to resist that with every breath they have. Yeah, well, and I'll, I'll say this, too, kind of like being part of that is you have to read the other. They're, they're being – I feel like there are some authors that want the same things because now in order for them to grow, they have to read something right. that is outside of their comfort zone. Right. And just like those hard conversations, I think that's very hard, too. And so, you know, with that going forward, Brett, how do you plan on changing the award system? How do you, like, 
I know this is a big question and maybe not the right question. No, no, that's a good question. But how how do you how do you foresee the awards changing after tonight? Well, so I'll say this: um, the Ignite Awards from FireCon are still very much alive and they're still very much in existence. And you know, I've had a few writers tell me that yeah, I would like a Hugo, but Ignite would mean more to me. Yeah. And um, I think again that just goes back to kind of what I was saying in my speech, like we have to make our own spaces. Like and you know they're not gonna make it for us, and then you know it's never just one strategy. Like if you look at like the civil rights movement, it was never just one strategy. It was all strategies all at once. So it's not just the existence of the ignites, but it's also continuing to show up to these events that are more mainstream and letting it be known that I'm here. I'm not going anywhere, and bringing your people along with you. No, don't just show up here alone. Bring your bring your crew with you. I mean, right behind us, we got a whole uh, yeah. a gaggle of like black and like Latinx writers and queer writers and Asian writers, and it's it's diverse as hell. And you know, you just gotta keep showing up. And again, it's a all of the above approach. Yeah, and I think that speaks volumes that you just named all the BIPOC writers here. I've been here for a couple of days, and it's like I have not been in a group where it's not full. Of marginalized writers, and then, and that's for me. That's where I have felt most comfortable here, and I think Brent, that's that's how you guys are changing a lot of the stuff because you're not just bringing up yourself, like you said, yeah. And like you mentioned earlier, you need to mentor others. So I really like that you said that. I'm looking forward to it and what you're doing up here coming up soon. Will, so I want to kind of piggyback off what you just said. All right. I'm um, not going to make anyone cry tonight. Don't worry. Um, that, hey, that's I, it bullshit. might happen because I've been warned that like my emotions are probably going to come down at some point. Oh, but You're good, buddy. Yeah. So having those experiences and all of us not feeling welcome, when you heard the roar of the crowd, what did it feel like? Did it feel like, oh... There are people behind us. Was was it a surprise to you? Like, describe that feeling. So it wasn't a surprise, but it was very affirming in a lot of ways. Like, yeah. it was very affirming, and just it was good to know that that many people actually gave a shit about us. Uh, sorry, Marshall. There's more applauding for more women walking through here. Is that Diana? I believe. It is the incredible Diana Fo. Yes, it so is. So Diana Fo just yes, walked she out is. the back with her nebula as winner. And he gave a very powerful, very powerful speech. speech. And I'm, I'm so proud to have shared like an award slate with her. Like that's just amazing. But um, okay, to get back to what you were saying, uh, what we were saying, um, it was affirming. Like it was really good to hear like that just uproar and like it, it kind of like. I mean, like I've always said, I never needed the validation to do it, but it was nice to get it in that moment. And it, you know, as much as I didn't want to disappoint y'all when I got on the stage and did the speech, I also think that war and knowing that that many people care made it easier to calm down and, you know, say what I needed to say. And, uh, yeah, that was great. And tell us about how heavy the award is. It's heavy as shit. It's, uh, it's like a marble block from the National Monument. And how, you, how you getting that home? Um, they actually ship it home for you. <gasps> yeah. Okay. Yeah, they'll ship it home for you. So I don't have to try to sneak it on like a carry-on because that, that, that would just be horrible. I'm not doing that. But um, for now, I'm going to 
walk around with it and keep it with me and shit. But yeah. <laughs> no, I love that. Is this, now this is an award that you guys are going to pass around amongst each other? No, everyone gets one. Everyone gets one. Mm-hmm. So. Everyone gets one. That's the whole incredible. team. Yep, whole team. I, yep. I love hearing that. That's why they were holding so many on the stage. I didn't realize that at the time. Yeah. But that it was, we, I was like, you didn't expect us to take all of those, did you? But they did. I was like, there was no way. I'm not about to hold all of them. But <laughs> um, yeah, they, so everyone on the team gets one. That's incredible. Now, on to the next important thing about how damn sexy you look um, today. <laughs> and there's memes about your arms, which she keeps saying, no, I don't like him. I don't like them. He loves now, it. Now here's he the loves thing. it. Okay. So we've talked a lot about Brent's arms. We have. But I'm, let's talk about Brent's chest. I mean, really, I mean, Brent is, honestly. Brent is three buttons away from. I just want to let everyone know he I'm also had some it. 24 karat gold moisturizer on. Will Will actually beat my face before the awards, and that's why I look so good when I'm on stage. So <laughs> glowing, thank you, Will. Glowing. That was just oh, like a Will little spot for me. Will did an amazing job <laughs> on my face. The pictures prove it. So, um, Does this... Uh, I know you said, you know, it affirms everything that you're doing, but you have a novella coming out next year. Yes. Does it give you more of um energy to uh, to channel your work yeah it does i mean right now i'm just like so frantic with energy so i don't know what to do with it but i think it i think it will play (laughs) no that's really i'm like right now i'm like i'm not going to sleep i feel like a crackhead but um yeah no i think it will channel into my work and the thing is i've also outside of the um, award I've gotten a chance to talk to a lot of writers who have just told me like hey Brent like let's talk like I want to talk to you like you're you're in a good spot and I want to like you know sit down with you and talk to you so I'm like that's really cool like um okay so side note but um do we Shari- have to delete this no no this okay. app, you can keep this Sheree Renee Thompson, uh, Thomas oh my god so sweet so awesome to like just get the love that I got from her and like I'm just like oh this, she is one of the pioneers of this industry and like she is just like she was just like I'm so proud of you and I was like I could float away right now she, uh, I, yeah she's like not the sweetest soul you've ever met right? yeah like, super sweet and if uh, Maurice like told me the same thing and I'm like oh my god y'all really trying to like do me in right now cause yeah just getting all these and and don't don't get me wrong hearing stuff from like you know the non-black people in the industry is good but hearing it from like the black elders the people who have like basically paved the road that allowed us to exist is like i don't know it's crazy it means so much more i mean yeah 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 it I means mean, so that, much more I mean, yeah yeah no that's how i feel dick don't i mean look don't, don't, I, I feel the same way i just can't get there right now but um yeah it's so crazy like i don't know i just i don't know it's a it's, it's crazy were there any speeches that you heard that moved you in a wonderful way. Um, that Diana's. Just, Diana's. Diana's. And what was it about Diana's that really she, just moved you? She just really spoke to, like, I think, the moment and, like, how hard it's been to create these past two years, especially in, like, in the world where, you, you know, there's so much going on and so much, like, heartache and trouble and, like, you know, fighting to be seen nonetheless. And, yeah, that was just powerful to me. I was like, well, it's. I think it's also incredible too because she went through a job change. Yeah, and, and yeah. That, that was full of controversy all in and of itself. I'll be a little whatever. Um, so I freelance dot com obviously, but I also 
I'm gonna be petty here. I hope Tor saw that win and they reconsider what they, you know, 100. percent Yeah, because she, she was let go from Tor, signed on with another agency. She's with Realm right now, with doing Realm. amazing work and um and wins an award right, right yeah. off the bat. And you know, I think. I think if anything, what people should take from her win is that, you know, you really need to think twice about the talent you choose to keep and the talent you choose to let go, especially when that talent is someone like Diana, who is fighting to get marginalized authors in the door. 100%. And yeah. Well, I think Diana's example is it's hard work pays off. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what? And and not letting the bullshit of this industry keep you from pushing for it yeah and so yeah i was super inspired by her speech yeah it was it was very very strong and i thoroughly enjoyed it i hope we can find it on youtube or somewhere and repost it uh oh that, i didn't even think that, about that, that. i'm gonna available. be on youtube yeah. yeah well you were also live streamed too to uh, hundreds of people i'm assuming oh god uh, i didn't even think about that good thing we didn't tell you before uh, I really want to ask you one more question. Yeah, you. Yeah. I mean, I could have. I could have more though. I want you to think about your mom and dad. So I told them, and um, I told them I was like, I would. And you know, um, it's funny that a lot. It's just the weird timing of it. So not only did I get that this weekend, but my brother graduated with his master's this weekend. And my sister graduated with, like, you know, her certification for medical coding or whatever. So, literally, all of their children <laughs> had these huge accomplishments this weekend. And, you know, they're just filled with such pride. And, um, yeah, I haven't had a chance to really, really talk to them yet. But, you know, I know what I am going to tell them. I'm going to tell them, you know, thank you for letting me be weird and letting me do do the um because my mom used to think like i don't know what the hell this boy likes but i'm gonna let him i'm gonna buy the comic books for him i'm gonna buy the animals books for him if he wants to play with paper all day and make weird shapes out of it so be it like they had this story um i was two i think i was two or three and they bought me a whole bunch of christmas presents and they were like literally it was a waste of money because all you did was play with the wrapping paper and make little like toy soldiers out of it and my dad was like, I knew then, like, you were going to be a creator. Like, he was like, I knew you weren't going to, that, that was your path. And so, um, yeah, and when I do talk to him, I'm going to thank them for just, you know, never discouraging me from being me. But, I love that. Yeah. And this has been a special episode of Just Keep Writing. I think Hugo's Brent Lambert. With, now, we can I, we can say there's a Hugo Award winning co-host on the show. That's right. <laughs> and Brent. <laughs> Hey. Uh, I need to update your website. Oh, Center, absolutely. Hugo Award winner. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, crazy. Lambert.com. Yes. Yes. Go and find him. Check him out. You yes. So find him on Twitter. Yes. Which Marshall's already plugging in. I'm saying this for no apparent reason. That's fine. Well, what I'm going to tag on is that um, also for everyone listening, it would be nothing without the support of Nick, Will, and Marshall. And I appreciate you guys. And to be quite honest, no, seriously, um, I y'all arriving here made the event become ten times better for me, and it gave me like a safe touchstone when all the bullshit was going on. So thank you both for being here and supporting me for this. Hugo, no, love it. It's, I'm so happy for you, Brent. Like. My cheeks are literally hurting from the smiling. So <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, that's so uh, good. Well, we're not done yet. Okay. 
I want to bring over Nia and Andre. All right. And I want them to have some reaction to you winning. Okay. Could right. you get them? Uh, we've got LP with us here. We got Nia with Hello. us here. Hey. Really excited to have you guys here. Thank you for, you know, and the craziness of the outside back patio. Jumping in on the mic right now. Mm-mm, we call this the Terrace. Right. The Terrace. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good to see you in person, by the way. Back at you. Them hugs. Them hugs, oh, though. Them hugs. We have not stopped hugging. I'm, and I apologize for telling you that, Marshall, but there's been a lot of hugs, and it's been there great. Has. It's been nice. And it's, like Brent said, it's been a good space to be in with you guys, and I appreciate that. See, uh, that pre-hug life is that liminal space between being friends who've never met and being friends who have met. And all you got to do to fix it is a hug? Come on. Right. Bring it in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We should, Show the love. The power of a hug. <laughs> it's the power <laughs> of hugs. So I want to ask, and I want to start with Nia. Wait, I, I forgot, too. We also have Gabriel here with us as well. We want to get yeah, the in the corner. Lurker. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, we're also going to ask some Gabriel some questions as yeah. well. Get some of his reactions as a Latin writer as well. And what said I meant for him. So I'm going to start with Nia. Okay. I want to know what it was your reaction like to seeing um, Bren and Fire win tonight. <laughs> what oh. was it like for you to watch that happen? Oh, no, no. No, it you was, sit no, down. You You're going to cry. You have to stay. Cry your eyes out. Bren, I want to hear. I can hand you my mic. It was, how much time you got, first of all? Because I'm like, it was very special and very magical. Um, Brent and Lakesha, they worked so incredibly hard to uplift and amplify voices of the black community and like black spec writers. And I say this all the time, but if it was not for Brent, if it was not for Lakesha, if it was not for Fire, I've never been published in Fire Lit Mag, but yet and still, I would not have a debut novel coming Look, out. Say that. If it was not for this man right here and the woman of the hour because they gave me a they gave me community and they gave me support and they gave me a system of people who believed in me um, and my work and my vision when I was like this new baby aspiring author uh, and they were like we're here for you whatever you need we got you and I'm like it's just it's so I was about to cry I did cry I yelled and I screamed and I dropped a few tears because I'm like I love seeing them get their flowers for all they do so much work for everybody else I love that they are getting their recognition if anyone didn't hear everyone's crying just wipe that drop like damn I can't miss a little beat. Do not ruin my makeup that we did and the bronzer. Brent, do you want to respond to that? Yes, I will respond to that. No, no, you wait. You wait. You wait. We're gonna let Andre go first. I'll respond to both. This is LP Kindred. So LP, I want you to. I, I want you to. Like, what was it like for you, not just for um, Faya winning, but Brent, who's also black and queer? Like, what, how has that touched you in that win? Ella's also black and queer. I want to point that one out. So, it's all good. It's all good. So, I, so here's the thing. Like, so, I wasn't coming to the Hugos tonight. I was like, you know what? We had a conversation earlier. Folks was, I'm not going to say that. Okay, so I, I, I folks were not expecting to win, so I was like, they're not going to win. My sister, I was hanging with my sister today. She came to D.C. to Haiti. And so 
I was like, oh, they're not going to win. She was like, don't say that. I was like, look, they think that. It's cool. It's fine. It's whatever. So as we're looking for the place where the Hugos are, I keep updating my Twitter thread, right? And right as, right before we get to the doors, I update it again. And I look. I'm going to turn back around to my people that I'm with. And I'm like, fire just won best semi-pro mag. And I walk inside. And, and they're like holding me up. Because... I could say easily that this magazine changed my life because it did, right? Like, what happened is what happened. It changed my life. That's true. But just like Nia said, it's not just a magazine. It's a community. It's a group of people who, when you're not sure if you can do this thing, they say you can. And they will read your shit. And they'll give you feedback and they will help you become better in a way that you can't become better anywhere else. Not because, you know, some magical Negro trope, but because <laughs> I'm a little bit I'm a little bit of magic. I'm a little bit of magic. <laughs> Not because of a magical Negro trope, but because they know where you're coming from and they want to see you succeed. It we talk about Highlanders all these the time. There's sometimes black people get opportunities to do shit and then turn around and be like, look, they gave me this opportunity. It's me. And they've never once in their black ass lives had something good happen to them that did not benefit the community. Fire is the reason that I work with Voodoo Knots. Fire is Voodoo Knots spiritual. Y'all the future. Y'all the future. Do you know what I'm saying? Like we do what we do because they did what they did. And I'm 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 dying to see what comes next. But we believe in each other and we have each other's backs. And when and let me tell you this. It's December 18th. Right? Right now the nebulas are are congregating awards. They're congregating, they're they're tallying to stories and novellas and novelettes and shit to see what's gonna make it onto the ballot. Because Fire just won a fucking Hugo, they're gonna have to look at Fire magazine for stories to consider for the Hugos. This year, this 2022, they're gonna have to look at stories to consider for the Nebula Awards, for the World Fantasy Awards, because they can't fucking deny us. And they've denied us for so fucking long. This is about to change lives. Chris is a, is a writer who's on the other side of the room. He was in fire in January of this year. This changed my life. My goal is to change other people's lives. And it's happening. We're watching it happen. Like in this two year period, the shit, it, it's, it's, it's exponential. And, and that's what happened. So I'm, I'm, I'm crying about Fire winning the, the award because it's, it's always, always the groomsman of the groom, right? right? But like, it happened this year. And because it happened this year, they can't tell us no. They can't tell us that, that the reason that we got a thing is because, you know, we, because affirmative action, because we got a sympathy vote, because Fire is pages and pages and pages on fucking excellence and if you don't know this that's not on us the back issues are there and you can read them all i have half i'm 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 35 away from starting a youtube channel where our first thing is just reading the back issues of fire because you will come together in craft if you don't know black people you will by the by the time we get up to date 
So I'm gonna stop because I can I can rant about how excited I am. Well, that really means a lot from both of y'all. Um, the way I've always felt is, you know, I don't pour into people who ain't worth pouring into, and um, yeah, like I mean, you know, it's. it's when I remember when um, Nia would always like come to me and like with these drafts, I'm like, Nia, you so damn good. You so damn good. So, I, she's so damn good. So damn good. <laughs> and, and LP, I remember you first came along with all that enthusiasm, all that fire. And I remember telling Lakeisha, I'm like, well, we better watch this one. Like, <laughs> and sure enough, look at you. Like, I mean, shit. I, that, that to me, like, I get joy out of that. Like, every time I, you know, see y'all do something good and. I mean, your book's coming out near. Oh, I'm so fucking excited I'm so about much that. The blood trials. I can't. I can't express how excited I am about that. And then, I mean, LP, you're, you're look. You're guessing the issue of uh, Speculative City. I mean, you got. You got. I, they had a story come out this month. Had one SK plot. Yes, we got to work together. Yes, that was cool. That was cool. Uh, that was cool. I was able to, and you know, and it's so cool when I'm able to look at. I'm like, I know this person, and I'm so happy I can bring like them into you know the fold. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, end of the day, I just love my people, and I want to do what I can to uh, do right by them. And you know, I am not letting that shit go to my head. Like, cause like I said on that stage, there's still work to be done. And um, this don't mean, you know, I, I had to check them, let them know. This don't mean you can stop, uh, 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 you know, assuming that you don't have the racism and the inequities that you do. Because this don't mean shit when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. Like, this is just me nudging my foot and holding the door. But we still got we to kick the damn door down. So, mm-hmm. um, and y'all going to be part of that. Y'all going to be part of that. And, uh, you know, I already know. And, you know, what, me and L, we always say, like, we just want there to be the day when um, that train keeps moving without us and we can just go take a nap somewhere. <laughs> Let me say this about Brent and Nia. They got books. Look, y'all can say a lot of things about a lot of things, but these two got books. Look, they drink into it. <laughs> they got books on books on books. And, and if you're sleeping on them, you're going to have to sleep a long time because them books ain't going nowhere. <laughs> they dropping on that ass. Look, y'all got to making me smile. My cheeks hurt. Like, I already said that. You my cheeks that? hurt. Like, this is my problem. <laughs> that ain't got shit to do with me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you keep smiling. You fucking deserve I, uh, it. Uh, thank you. Really. No, truly. Thank y'all both. Uh, the only thing that's, that, 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 that isn't good about this, that, that can make this better, is if one of your team was here? Oh, if everybody was here, thing. I think I would be a sobbing mess, honestly. If Danny was here, I Danny. already know. Danny brings the tears out of me every time, so I would be a sobbing mess if Danny was here. Devon, uh, Caleb. Devon, all of them. Caleb, the Ebony, like, B. Sharice. If I all could be here, that would be amazing. But um, we'll get there one day. Because this coming. ain't the first. This ain't the last one. This is not the last one. This ain't the last one. We go. Yep. I, I, I spoke about Brent, but the entire team, Devon, Ebony, Danny, like from way back when, like they Caleb. have always yep. been all hands on deck, whatever you need, whatever the community need, we got you. I will read things. I will give feedback. I mm-hmm. will give critiques. Um, you guys have just built an amazing um, community and an amazing you. I appreciate structure. y'all both. Love it, Brent. So, Brent. A lot of work that you've been doing. Yeah. You know Gabriel over here. Of course, um, Gabe's right? my man. Gabe is. Gabe, Gabe hasn't had the most welcoming experience starting off this conference. Oh, right. Shit. Well, first let me let me love on Gabe a little bit before right, we pass him like. 
Gabe is one of the sweetest, most genuine people I have met at this entire thing. And I knew that beforehand, but now I know it even more. You have my sword and my shield as long as you want. And anything you ever need from me, you just have to ask. That's so. right, or I'll fight a bitch over you. Right. Several bitches. Right. So, so Gabe, I kind of want to ask you, as a lot and stuff like that, Brent's done a lot of work with BIPOC space, and, and for you and your experience here so far, what, what's your thoughts and feelings of this? What does this mean for you as a writer? First of all, I just want to say, I mean, it's hard to follow what's, what has happened. But I just want to point out one, one thing that I've experienced since coming to this convention, and not for the convention itself, for the people. It's, there's just so much love. Like, I'm, I'm drunk on it. Like, I'm thinking of Brent's speech about how the baseline is love. And that's I'm amazed at how I, oh my god like I'm I'm speechless thinking of how much love I've been I see around me and how much I've received like even people that I just met it's this is just so welcoming I feel so happy to be here honestly and uh, it's it has given me so much energy to because I've always thought of whatever platform I sometimes have to use it for others because I come. I honestly, I come from a place of privilege, to be honest. And I think it is my responsibility, our responsibility, as anyone with any amount of privilege, to use it to help others. And I mean, just seeing this, it's just. Oh, I, as Brent is saying, I'm, I've been smiling the whole day. I feel it. I my face hurts because of how much energy is around here, and it's just motivating me so, so much to do whatever I can. Like. I'm a ways behind in the things that I want to accomplish. Accomplish, and compared to folks on this table, it's it'll take me a while. But I'm just I'm just so motivated, so 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 motivated to do whatever I can to do. To I here. love to hear that. Like I said, you got my uh, sword in my shield as long as you need it. So as you have mine. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, fight bitches. Gabriel, thank you for that. <laughs> I, you guys are incredible. Um, I, I, Will, you were the one that brought Brent onto the show. And yes. We knew from the very beginning that Brent was someone special. Not just like special as a person. We all know that. But we knew Brent was going somewhere with his writing because of the things that he was tackling in his writing. I think the biggest part that what made you so successful with us, Brent, as our, as our team here at Just Keep Writing, is like you're all about the community. And that's how Marshall and I started the show. We wanted to build a community of writers. And you're living that right now. You're you're living what we wanted to do. You know, that's our ten year dream with with our podcast and you you've already done it with fire. I mean we've heard from Nia, LP, Gabriel here, like you created a community of writers. You built that support. How I want I wanna get this kind of recorded for the for the older generation that didn't have that. What do you feel like this means to them? And what have they said to you on what this means for them? So look, I, I I'm gonna make LP cry again because I because just so, fucking do it. So Sheree Renee Thomas um, reached out to me like after it was over with, gave me the biggest hug, and she was just like, "I'm just so proud of you." And I could have crumbled right then and there because I'm like, "You," and I thought I was like, "You a pioneer telling me you proud of me?" Like, what? What? What is life right now? How is this happening? And then, you know, I got 
I got Maurice Broadus coming up to me telling me he's proud of me and, you know, like, just giving me these fatherly vibes. And I'm just like, wow, like, these are people who who went through it. You know, they paved the way for whatever I've done to happen, you know, and and I don't take that for granted. I don't take for granted that, you know, Andrea Harrison has written beautifully as long as she has. And it's just now starting to get the recognition that she deserves, which is some bullshit. But please give this woman her flowers while she's alive. Why, yes. Yes. But, you know, to have her tell me that she she was like, oh, I know you. I've heard of you. I, I know what you're doing. And I'm like, what? Why? Yes. <laughs> what? Me? Right. Me? You sure? And it's just it's to have these people who I know have just like done so much in the field and just fought so hard to like make space for black writers is just it's epic i don't know the word for it yeah it's amazing i'm i'm blown away still i've been telling folks i'm like that thing's so heavy to keep me from flying off in the sky because that's how i feel right now so yeah and it's beautiful it is beautiful it's fucking beautiful y'all i'll tell y'all a quick story that highlights what Brent is saying about the important work that he and Fire Lit Mag are doing. My mom is a black woman. She's 60 years old. Um, She grew up right after desegregation. Um, In her younger days, she wanted to be a novelist, but she grew up in a time where that's not what little black girls were told they could ever achieve. Um, So my mom now, I have kids, so my mom, when when I bring my kids alone, my mom will come with us and she'll, you know, watch the kids and she'll do kind things with me. She's actually here. Um, and she'll like we'll go to Charleston together to y'all fest um, and whenever she comes to a con with me and sees the community of black writers that people like Brent has helped build and like usher us into this renaissance like she ends up in tears as a 60 year old black woman and she's blown away and I'm like she they don't know it but she keeps up with them too um Oh shit! Like, how's this friend and how's that friend and uh, you mentioned this writer friend um, and she's always like wanting to know what the status updates are and you know what the accomplishment what the accomplishments are. So there are tons of more people even outside of our literary community that you are like literally that like that quote I am my ancestors' wildest dreams. Like yeah. y'all are that actualized for so many uh, black people in our community. We, we are Randall Keenan's Afrofuturism. <laughs> this is some shit that they couldn't have dreamed. Right. I'm, I'm a, I want to say a little something about what I lovingly dubbed the Council of Aunties. Last night they were holding court and I got an opportunity to just say I'm talking about Sheree Renee Thomas and Jesse Burke and L.H. Moore and Linda Addison and Andrew Hairston, just these people who've just been in these streets and they've been so loving to all of us as we come up. They set the example that this isn't just about us. Like we can do this. We, we, we can get a Hugo award as an individual, but the work of fire is, is for the community. The anthologies are for the community. And I, I had to stop and just say thank you. Yes. And call them what they are, the aunties, the council of aunties. Because when they get together, they sit down. Yeah. And they and we and we and we take turns going over to sit at the front yeah. and learning and from learn. them and just yes. just absorb yes. and, and that gratitude. Yeah. Brent, took a, Brent was sitting at the feet for a while. He said he was coming back. 
Yeah, I'm back an hour and a half later. But I had you to know bask what? in their glory. I'm not, <laughs> who's that? Raise your hand if you know. I was fortunate enough to be on a panel with them on um, Thursday, envisioning black futures, and I had to take a moment and fangirl and be in awe and be like, "Wait, I'm so far out of my league here on this panel. What is what the hell is going on?" So I'm like, at the beginning, I'm like racking my like brain. I'm like, I have to say something intelligent. I have to say something that like comes right. Like I cannot like make a fool of myself right. on this panel. Um, but they were so welcoming um, and so uplifting, and it's just like, like you're sitting at the feet. And just soaking up the knowledge. Yeah. Mia, I want to ask you because you said, you know, even though you weren't published in uh, FIA, but it still motivated you, it uplifted you. And now that your book is coming out in the first quarter of 2022, the win, what has that made you feel? I know it's just only been like three hours since <laughs> this happened, but like, has that made you think about like, the possibility for you of their win for sure i mean it's just it's made me think about the fact that highlander syndrome is bullshit right and like a win for one of us is a win for all of us and i'm just like oh so yeah we hell yeah we kick it indoors like we're taking the seat at the table we're not asking for it like we don't need like your like your pity vote like like Andre said, LP said, I'm sorry. The the work is solid and it's amazing and it's brilliant and it's strong, and we are showing up and we are showing out and it just it makes me incredibly excited for my book and it gives me incredibly big shoes to fill that I'm excited to like help help pave the way and more than anything I've learned and I've seen the huge effect of reaching back. Uh, which I, I do currently through different volunteer programs. I mentor with Pitch Wars. I mentor with Author Mentor Match. Um, but, yeah, just Fire Lit Mag taught me that and taught me the importance of that, of, yes, now that I have this deal, okay, so now what are you going to do with that? Um, it's not just about you. Go find another creative, another black creative, another black creative that needs some mentorship and that needs like a fr just a damn friend or a cheerleader because we're in an industry that likes to tell us we already have our one and we don't need you as our second one right um and just giving them that confidence to be like no fuck that you're gonna take your one and your five and your 20 and your 50 and i'm gonna keep throwing things at you until you just buy it all up or you just recognize which i mean that's my i'm like that's my strategy you're gonna get all like lp said i have i have books in me for days right so you're gonna know. get all of the stories all of the books and, and you're going <laughs> And you're, you can only tell me no so many times before you have to start telling me yeses. And you're going to start giving me the yeses. Nia, you can ask me to read your stuff anytime. I'll never say no. Oh, thank you. I'm going to throw it out there right now. I won't say no. I owe you, I owe you something. You do. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay, uh, okay, okay. I, I got you by Friday. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I believe I sent you a witchy rom com or something. Yeah, I, I wasn't going to be specific, listen, but I, like, I, remember, I remember it's like 15,000 words. Listen, I am versatile. Oh, she bad. I, she I big bad. I can write adult, I can write YA, I can write MG, I can write sci fi, I can write fantasy, I can write rom coms. I have an unannounced 
YA speculative thriller um, coming out soonish. I will give more details. Mm-hmm. I can say it's un- unannounced. Okay. I will give more details about it later not, in the new year. You gotta cut that out. But Nia's also gonna be um, a regular on the podcast. Yes. We are gonna go do a deep dive on her book. Um, and I'm so excited for us to discuss it. Books. Oh, yeah. Don't yeah. worry. It's going to be books. But we got to concentrate on the first book that's oh, coming okay, out okay, of Thursday. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. So, okay. That's all right. Mia, when does your book release? What's the title? It releases April 5th, 2022. The title is called The Blood Trial. When can we start pre-ordering? You can pre-order it now. Right it is now. on Go all on. major retail outlets. <laughs> but please try to order from the indie. Yes, yes, yes. Especially, please, please, especially please. a black-owned bookstore. Yes, please, please, please. Uh, Perfect. You said something about a seat at the table, and I just want to point out that we are out here, and we, for the past couple of days, have been pulling up a table that's been heavily black, heavily BIPOC, very queer, very very allied, and this table is so fucking big right now that we didn't need a seat at their table because we put one together of our own. And what LP is not mentioning is that when more people come up, we make space, which you don't see that a lot as much as you should. Um, we scoot over and we push chairs back and we widen the circle and we make it bigger. The crowd out here has been so, at least the crowd I've associated with has so been warm, welcoming. You guys are part of that crowd. I love seeing you guys. LP, I love seeing we love you as having well. You. I'm uh, so happy we could like sit and talk and finally meet in person. Right? Yes. Out of the view. It's been so much fun. Oh, thank you. It's really lovely oh, to see how touched Street you are by everything. Man, man, y'all don't even know. I'm so excited about this shit. <laughs> and this has been Just Keep Writing, a podcast for writers, by writers, to keep you writing. You can find us at justkeepwriting.org. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Feel free to reach out to any of us on our social medias, and please jump in our Just Keep Writing Discord channel. Links to all of that is in the show notes. Lastly, please support our show by going to patreon.com slash justkeepwriting. We offer daily writing prompts, early access to podcast episodes, and much more. Thanks for listening, and just keep writing.